0: Welcome, everybody, to Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybel Inc. I'm Pete Wright, joined, as always, by Howard Tybel, the one, the only.
1: I'm here. I just paused to see if you got nervous for half a second. Did it work?
0: I never, I'm, I'm blue steel, Howard. I never get nervous. God, it's never going <laughs> to We are joined by a fantastic, another fantastic guest, uh, Randy Gensler, Vice President for Tre- for Finance and Treasurer for Loyola University, Maryland. Randy, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: The root of this conversation begins in a project that Howard was involved in that is, I, I understand, ongoing, a project that you undertook to undercover key ways to save at Loyola. The project is a I think it's a long story, an interesting story, and one that is, is worth dissecting a little bit to see what the the real value is in this administrative review process. Howard, do you want to kick us off and, and talk about a, a little bit about how you got involved? And, and we'll let you kind of drive the conversation here with Randy.
1: One of my ex- – reason I'm excited about having Randy on the show is because I think that what you did, Randy, and what the team did and the co-leads, and we could talk a little bit about some of the specifics, really is best practice. And it's, it's an example of doing certain things that really worked around an administrative and academic review that is intended to make room for more investment – but also produce broad campus buy-in, which is so hard to do because of the nature of all the different constituents. So you know, what I what I want to have us talk about, Randy, and have you share a little bit about is some of the things that we did in this project that – that really contributed to uh, sort of getting a sense by the community that we're being inclusive, but that it also contributed to this financial sustainability question that, you know, that I think that's on every business officer's mind. So, you know maybe maybe just to start off just say a little bit about when you when you got there and this conversation started how did you get into this project and and just sort of say a little bit about it and then we can sort of get into some of the best practices
2: i uh, i've just completed my my third year as uh, vice president of finance at loyal university and uh, when i arrived uh began to take a look at the, you know, the underpinning, financial underpinning of the institution, looking at our price point, uh, looking at, you know, where we are and, and where our budgets were were positioned in order to advance the strategic initiatives of the university. And, uh, you know, with the uh, pressures, external pressures on pricing, uh, the increased pressures of affordability and financial aid costs, we really had a budget in place at the university that, that was not Sustainable, and uh, we had a shortfall that needed to be addressed. So we need to look for a you know a a way of approaching it that uh, we could we could accomplish all that we had. Uh, in place to, uh, from a strategic uh, initiative and planning standpoint, and things we wanted to accomplish, and how do we get there? So we really embarked upon what we're referring to as uh, phase one and phase two. Phase one was a shorter uh, process that involved looking for uh, low-hanging fruit to balance the, uh, the the upcoming year budget. But then phase two, which was a longer phase project, uh, estimated at 18, 18 month plus, which we uh, called the new way of proceeding. And I think the the success behind that was the the structure, uh, the communications, the transparency, and the various things that we put in place that really uh, you know provided the the basis for a, a successful program. And uh, among that was uh, selecting as as co-chairs uh, the chair of the faculty senate and then also our vice president of administration. Uh, they co-chaired uh, the, the the project. Uh, and then as CFO or, or Vice President of Finance, it kept me uh, at a, at another level within the within the process. The transparency was great. You know, all the processes, the recommendations, uh, flowed through the. The governance models of the university, uh, up to the president, uh, so there was a lot of vetting and a lot of conversation throughout the the year uh, regarding the various recommendations that took place.
1: Whenever you invite in an outsider into the conversation, especially if you know we wear those you know the this, this special wingtip shoes and our shirts are all pressed nice, we're clearly the consultant in the room. There was this uh, healthy skepticism uh, around. Uh, having an external person help us. And I think in the, the, we, we really went through two go-arounds before the larger cabinet got a sense of we know how to partner with Tiberlink, And I can tell you, Randy, that one of the strengths, I think, and I'd love to get your perspective on this, this institution understood how to use us and how to not use us, and that... You know, usually I'm in a position where I'm always saying the ownership has to live internally. Um, I can't tell you the number of times, Pete, and you know this too, Randy, where it was encouraged for me to be in the background. And I think that as much as that's hard for me, because you know, Randy, how much I, you know, I. it's hard for me just to sit still, <laughs> let alone not go up to a whiteboard, uh, how much value there was. For me to learn that if what it really means for the institution to take the leadership role, but to use us appropriately, I'd love to hear your perspective on that.
2: No, I think that was was a, a really part of this process that allowed it to be successful. I think early on, as we were developing uh, the framework of how we uh, envisioned this this. Uh, phase two uh, rolling out. I think the uh, the phase two uh, task force really identified very early on that they wanted to be the person uh, in the forefront. They wanted to be the committee that was seen as the uh, you know, the, the group, you know, uh, controlling the process. And I think having you, Howard, working very closely with the task force and behind the scenes, I think empowered that task force and, and allowed uh, for them to report out to the campus community on a regular basis.
0: You know, when I, you know, and, and Randy, you, don't, you may not know, I'm a faculty member at a university, and and uh, one of the, the first things that strikes me when I think about this project is uh, how interesting it is to have finance guidance, have financially Minded changes implemented not coming from uh, from the mouth of a finance guy, right? I, it is so easy, and we have this knee jerk reaction to say, "Well, of course they want to cut this program. They're the finance people, right?" Uh, and so that's the sort of cultural resonance of this piece that I think is so fascinating is, is taking this apart uh, and and uh, really leveraging more of the whole sort of uh, whole administrative sort of university uh, uh, culture around it
2: yeah and I think it's, it's going back you know, to, to the beginning of the process I think what was important is I, I made sure that the the task force understood uh, the need the need to to look for cost savings I, I spent time with them uh, I mean, explaining the budget why we're having a shortfall what the shortfall amounts were and and the importance of of you know hitting our milestones and the milestone being getting to a point where we can have a FY 15 uh, balanced budget and then you know throughout the year from a financial officer's uh, position you know making sure they're aware of the timelines the need uh, and the importance of, of making decisions and and, and and making sure that those decisions uh, you know were being made in, in a timely way. To impact the uh, you know the uh, the budget process
1: I think probably is what's you know for other business officer who Officers who might be listening to this you know part of what I think you did here and what the institution did is by opening this up again we had probably over a hundred people on ten project teams working over an extended period of time and reporting out this was not a trivial and this is on top of their day jobs wow that's a, yeah uh, that's a scale I yeah. think we, it, right it might have been useful to open with that yes yeah, so <laughs> so, so but here's what's interesting about it people were nominated by the president's office they they were they got to contribute in a way that typically they're not being asked. You know, I think the typical being being asked to be on a committee, it, you know, there's it's a sense of burden. This is different, and and I think that what I learned so much on this taking forward to to other institutions, Randy, and how to do this in a way that really does honor people's time, but at the same time recognizes that this is a way for them to give back and be even more connected to the mission and what it demands of is a business officer who is willing to step back and give up some control and and i can tell you that you know cuz you 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 know as former president of ikubo and your leadership role in the association i know you know uh, the changes that business officers are, are are going through today and and I think that what you did at Loyola was a demonstration of how to lead in a way that's broader than just being the numbers guy is it public uh,
0: how much you you saved in these initial uh, two phases or you, do you have kind of a ballpark number that you discovered and were able to kind of implement changes or is that something that's not public at this point
2: well, I don't we I, I, we we began the uh, the budgeting process with about a 5 million dollar budget gap. Uh mm-hmm. so our our goal throughout the year was to identify cost savings or reallocations uh that would allow us to to uh you know close that gap uh in time for the uh, the start of the FY15 uh, budget year. Uh but you know some of the reductions we made included workforce re- you know workforce reduction. Uh we reduced our retirement contribution by 2%. Uh we made some other you know pretty significant uh changes uh to our to the to the university and um in a, in a way that you know uh, we brought forth all those changes through through the governance and and um they were they were you know uh you know well received, you know. Again, I mean, you know, were individual disappointed, or was it, was it, was it? I don't want to underplay, the, you know, the significance of the adjustments we made sure. and, and and the the impact it had on individuals uh, on our campus. Uh, but you know, for the most part, you know, people step up to the plate and uh, and another important, you know part of this process was you know the president you know, when we began this process in his state of the university address had indicated you know some of the things that we needed to do as a, as a university in order to uh, remain strong and competitive in, in this you know higher ed um, in, industry and um, he communicated regularly throughout the process and uh, and it was all a you know a common theme and a common need of, of what we're doing and why we need to do it and uh, so that was that was also a big you know a big uh, big part of the of the yeah. the program
1: you know, Randy, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember first seeing uh, I, whether it was his convocation, uh, President Linane's uh, sort of telling the story of what the new way of proceeding means, and you know, and that the project very much was about putting meat on the bones around that. Right there was a there was a concept about you know what does it mean to retain the core principles of a Jesuit education and, and a Jesuit institution while bringing change and. You know, let's not lose sight of how important that is. Again, another example of uh, leadership from the top, having a vision and then turning it over to their people to then say, all right, here's my vision. I'm going to let you guys figure out and women, how do you want to actually move this thing? And the fact that there wasn't a There was very little, at least from talking to you and the co-chairs, very little negativity, which is basically rare. It's not that everyone loved the choices that were made, but I think in the end, you did it in a way that allowed people, you know, think about cop and benefits, think about workforce reduction. Those are really tough conversations to have, but I think because it was inclusive people felt like they were being they were being treated as adults. I can tell you the biggest problem I see on in instituting change on campuses is that this idea of transparency is really about involve us, we can handle it, give us the good and the bad news and we will help you through it. And I think the old model that institutions some of some are still holding on to it, but I think Loyola demonstrated we're gonna open we're gonna open the story up. We're gonna tell you what some of the brutal facts. We're gonna have a vision from the top, and then I'm gonna let you all loose to figure out how to do it. And uh I gotta tell you, Randy, it was one of the more satisfying projects to be involved on, you know, working with you of course, because I mean how is it not satisfying hanging out with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can oh tell Randy god, is just it. Randy Oh my god. <laughs> Randy, I have a great time. But <laughs> The culture there went from, uh, Pete, it was so interesting. Initially, rightful skepticism, what are we really doing here, to embracing it in a way and embracing our involvement in a way that I haven't sort of seen at that level in a very long time. So I got to tell you, I I continue to appreciate the fact that you uh, found a way to bring us into this, Randy, because it really was a satisfying experience.
2: Well, it was satisfying and it was also very successful and I, you know I just you know will point out you know you mentioned about you know the reduction of force, the uh, retirement uh, reduction, many schools will will uh, you know struggle over those changes that take several years uh, and for us, uh, because it went through the the uh, new way of proceeding task force, the ad hoc groups, and those were recommendations that came out of these ad hoc groups that were made up of faculty staff administrators. They were recommendations. So basically, you know, when they came up through the governance model, you know, they were they were those recommendations were supported. It went to the president, and and, and all the decisions the president had the final uh, final uh, say on whether or not he, he accepted or, or rejected the recommendations. But all of those were recommendations that we that were accepted by the president that came through the governance model and through these committees. So, you know made up of of a you know a cross section of the university, so it was just it was very powerful uh, the way the way it played out and 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 uh, it, it, what we were able to accomplish uh, in a positive way because you know we knew that we need to look for you know, structural changes that are going to allow us to to remain competitive and invest in our strategic future and and uh you know we're we're able to do that we just finished probably one of the the best fiscal year ends and our enrollments for fall are uh above budget so uh it's, we're 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 doing well and 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 I think you know repositioning our our, our finances to 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 have a, a, a system in place that allows us to uh, balance our budgets and, and move forward is is very powerful.
1: But powerful is right. I mean, think about how much negativity is out there. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of, well, I'll say bad news. There's a lot of tough news out there right. if you read the Chronicle or Inside Higher Education. To me, this is an example of the kind of optimism and of optimism and positive energy that I think carries the day. I, I think
0: so, too. I cannot get over the fact that this is a financial project that has changed the fabric of the culture of the institution i that is uh that is or an changing let's be yeah, clear oh, yeah, that's changing. fair that's yeah. fair and, yeah exactly um, you know we got to wrap it up we could talk about this all day but we got to wrap it up thank you so R- randy's
1: got to go back to work he I does mean, he's oh, clearly he took took his got a time out. Wow. <laughs> he's got uh, a lot to do this what time's guy. the golf game today randy <laughs> actually how
2: we're, we're we're doing a bond issue and and pre-pricing is in the morning and uh and uh, so we're we're hoping to take advantage of some uh, some savings for the university uh, by nice. advance refunding. So we're, we're every day is a new adventure. But uh, you know he what? He never stops,
1: Randy. He never stops. He's always <laughs> on something else.
0: <laughs> Randy Gensler, Vice President for Finance and Treasurer, Loyola Maryland, uh, University of Maryland. Thank you so much for joining us, Randy. We so appreciate you uh, coming on the show. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I appreciate it, and uh, uh, the opportunity was fantastic. Thank you.
0: Excellent. And Howard Tybel, thank you, as ever, for your wisdom, uh, always.
1: Well, I think it goes both ways, and I, I, the wisdom really comes from the people that we bring on this. Truly. It's so, it, it's, it, it inspires me to keep going, so obviously yeah, Absolutely, awesome. it does.
0: Uh, looking forward to this continuing, uh, hearing more about this story. We're going to keep talking about this a little bit uh, from some different angles. Very much looking forward to this. So come back next week, Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybelink. You can find us at com. You can subscribe for free in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, and again, on behalf of Howard Tybel, Randy Gensler, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week on Navigating Change. The podcast from Tybalink.